I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane W. Brennan, and I am joined as always by my colleague, Aaron Chalk. How's it going, Chalky? All is good, Shane. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. How is Mayo? Mayo is good. Uh, Mayo is making my accent stronger, and it's a lot of comments we're getting back that on the podcast, uh, it only happened last week. Um, with a with a colleague of ours, who couldn't understand the thing I'm saying on the podcast, was very appreciative of the subtitles that you put on the teaser. On the teaser. So I'm going to try and yeah. pr- enunciate a little clearer, a little clearer, for this podcast, and see if that helps anyone. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, you've you've you get when you get excited, you don't articulate full stop. You know, um, so I don't know if it's an I don't articulate full stops or I don't articulate (laughs) at all. Both things, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Both things. You don't articulate a full stop and you do not fucking articulate full stop. Um, Yeah, you you like to just disappear the commas and the full stops. Is Um, this just a country thing? But then, then no, 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 it's a a you thing. You have people in cities that that talk really fast and and, it's it's a you thing. What's a me thing? thing? It's, a chubby it's always been a youth thing. Alive and well. It's the mumbling, anyway. It's the mumbling. It's the mumbling. Yeah. You do We're mumble. You've the always mumbled. <laughs> you've, you've always, you've always mumbled. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Uh, but not I on this podcast, Shane. I will not be mumbling at all. That's I wonder a bit how long it's going to take it? you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just try and like, you know, you know, like in theater, don't shout, but you project so the back of the room can hear you, but you're not shouting. How it's just, now, brown cow? I should do things like that before we start recording. See if that helps. Yeah, do the like the na, 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 na. <laughs> the, the Matthew McConaughey warm up. <laughs> she sells seashells by the seashore. I slit a sheet upon a sleet. She, I slit a sheet a sheet no, upon. No, I can't no, no. The viewers don't want to listen to this. They don't want to listen. Uh, the listeners don't. We can see, no, we can see the ratings now. tumbling. Yeah, Live. yeah, no, no. Uh, I do, do you know what? To be honest, Aaron, because I know you haven't listened to a single one of the podcasts. I actually just turn off your audio, so it's just me on a stream of consciousness <laughs> with the with the listeners. So you're everyone. No one's going to hear this. They all just think it's, I talk to myself. It surprisingly works. That'd be a weird <laughs> podcast like experiment, as in just turn off the other person, and then the the person listening gets to try and fill in what they think they're talking about. That'd be great. That would be great. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, um, some big phone news. We just uh, finalized our short film Shadowban. Our um, debut are, short. Our debut short. Faux presents. Um. So yeah, you'll be seeing. You might already have, or you at this stage of of watching or listening, you'll be seeing the trailer going up and the poster. Um. Like the website will be going up. We'll do a a little post and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we're getting ready to enter final deadlines of all the kind of horror. It's a it's a horror genre. I'm Give sure us a little synopsis of it there, Shane, for someone going. What what are you on about? What what Shadowban? Just just let, oh, a actually, quick elevator I'll, pitch. What is what is Shadowban? It's, it's it's not going to be a quick elevator pitch. It's going to be the actual <laughs> synopsis that I'm going to read. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely fireside chat with so, Shane. 
It's not fires. What's that? What a fireside chat is? I always thought that's when like important people came to tell you why your job mattered. I always thought that's what a, a fireside <laughs> chat was. It's like fireside chat. Someone you're not meant to talk to or ask questions to will come down and talk at you. That's no, fireside. It's usually chat. it's usually someone else talking to that person you're not meant to talk to while you're in the room watching or listening. Oh, it's just, just an, an interview. interview. It's just an interview, yeah. Yeah, I okay. just in the wrong context. You just call me, call me out in a, in a really. <laughs> I wasn't. Way. It was my confusion that called you I out. Know. It wasn't like it wasn't that I knew what it was and I called you out on it. It's not Lanzarote. What is in the Shadowban, bed. Shane? What is what is Shadowban? Me, me. Shh. Okay. Shh. All right. Late on Halloween night, Fiona is out delivering products from her side hustle. But never missing an opportunity for content, she is live streaming the journey. As the wannabe influencer follows her GPS through the maze of Ireland's ancient roads, she gets stopped at a surprising temporary traffic light. Fiona waits on the abandoned road while with only her phone for company. But the green light doesn't come. She becomes impatient and tries to drive away when the sensors on her car begin to act strangely. Is it a technical issue or something more sinister? So that's the synopsis. That's the synopsis. We're very excited to to launch this this baby into the world, which has been uh, gestating for four years. It was shot uh, December last uh, with mm-hmm. the very incredibly talented Fiona Bergen as our lead actress, who uh is was just phenomenal um uh, and, and the bold david christopher lynch on um on camera our dop david christopher lynch uh did a stunning job and uh from the trailer and the, some of the stills you might see going up um you, you you'll get just a sense of of the the epic work he did especially with the, with the the lovely lighting he was playing with uh throughout the piece but yeah we're, we're about to run into the uh, do the festival run um, it is a kind of a horror uh, spooky piece so leaning into that a little bit as well as our domestic festivals and yeah once we can actually share it with the wider world after its festival run we're, we're very excited to do that so if you do see any bits of, of Shadowban coming in here there or everywhere uh, yeah keep an eye out yeah do okay and on to the podcast now so this week is a free gaff and we are so you know what that means no whole barred we just come in with random ads that we've come across that we think are worth talking about so since i am chatting first aaron what is your ad what is my ad so following on from the, the theme of the last uh free gaff uh which, a theme what theme did we have no we had no theme but the theme of the ad that i brought was an ad okay. that I've recently seen that literally stopped me in my tracks going, okay, what is this? I'm not just going to, it's not just mm-hmm. going to play. I'm going to pay attention to this. And uh, I've recently moved from being a Now TV subscriber to a full-on Sky Q box. So I get to rewind the ads when they're happening, which is, uh, which is, is which is a delight. And that's exactly Welcome what to I Welcome to Adulthood. I know. But that's... So I'm getting more pleasure out of rewinding the ads uh, than mm-hmm. actually uh, watching and rewinding the programs. But this was one ad that started playing. I was flicking through and I literally stopped, rewind and rewound a few times to, to watch it because I just it just grabbed my attention and I really, really liked it. So 
This is the new ad uh, RT six years uh, of television created by the wonderful people in TBWA. Let's, Let's do it. I am privileged in being the first to address you on our new service, Television Air. Nothing's ever happened without you. It's terribly wrong. Why don't you wash your socks? Well, I think that's a man's job. We don't agree with today's system, so we rebel against it. Would you like to be working in the government? I would. I would knock out all the men. You've seen it. It's only 140 years since the famine. Look at us now. He can lower a pint in two and a half seconds. What is pornography? Pictures of people in the nude, isn't it? You've been it. Never, ever seen the life suitors. I have a choice, I have a voice, and I will make a change. Everybody's really looking for love. There isn't enough love in the world in general. And whatever happens next, we'll be there too. Yeah, so there that's RT 60 years of television. Um, that one was made by, as I said at the top, uh, by TBWA. Uh, it's only out the last uh, couple of couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just there's there's a lot in that ad. There's a lot to digest. Um, but uh, it just for 60 seconds, I think it really did kind of capture 60 years. Um, mm-hmm hard to do that but there's so much has changed in in the country um and i think they did a great job of it yeah really nice well pulled together um mad to think it's only 60 years when you think about that because like we're 30 so that means tv had only rt had only existed 30 years so that's like rt having been existed when we were born now and only existing now by the time we were born like it was only 30 years old which is insane when you think about that it that is pretty pretty nuts isn't it when you think about do you it do know what I mean because I know so the, radio, the radio element is coming up on 100 years I think in 2024 1924 I think was when RT started radio um, obviously not RT because it would have been wouldn't have been telefish but um, as in the national broadcast radio I think is coming up on a, a, 100 years um, but yeah like it's funny it's one of those it's one of those ads that like it, it taps into so much more than it as a piece of creative as in it's the story that it's telling you and like it means so much like I assume you noticed the male people crying at the gap <laughs> right so as it now I don't mean that not as a joke no I, mean I know as, but it was... it's as in it taps into everything like like things that like resonate with me are like the kind of change culturally in 60 years so like the Vatican visit like the flags, you know, the, the, the yellow and white flags to where we mm-hmm. are now. Like things, like every time, I've seen that a few times now. Every time I watch it, I kind of pick something different. Mm-hmm. And you kind of think about that the whole way through it. Like it's even like seeing, su- go on, sir. It's a summary of what was in the zeitgeist for the last 60 years. You're loving so it's that not word. Even, it's a great word, but it's not <laughs> even just like, it's not even, ju- it's not 60 years of, this is RTE. This is this is sixty years of what's happened in the country, and we've been there every step of the way, capturing it and broadcasting it. Yeah, that that's what right. I'm getting from that. From that, like it's good that there's no presenters' faces really in RTE yeah. in in the ad. It's it's about the Irish people, and what Ireland has changed. But it's also like 
there's like not obvious things in it. You know what I mean? Like they have there's one scene where someone's breakdancing with someone spinning on their head. Like it's not like they had they put the punk rockers in from the eighties, ninety like at the start. Like it's not they didn't go for real traditional tropes as to like, oh let's do uh church, state, gender, marriage. You know what I mean? They could have went for those, but like there's loads of things that have changed in Irish culture. Like that line in it that it's only been 120 years since the famine or 140 years since the famine. Look at us now. Like that's fucking insane when you think about that. That distracted yeah. me for like a couple of seconds. I was like, it's been <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But there's, so, there's also like, it, 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 on that point, it, it kind of, it, it was able to get in pop culture references. And it, it, yeah. I think that might have been the people spinning on the head as as an old school version of that but the late late show with the guy pointing at the camera that was that's a big pop culture reference back at that time you know everyone was everyone was sharing that uh around the place but like i don't know what that is <laughs> just prove my point in like two 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 seconds uh it's the fella who points at the camera I, i'll get the i'll get the time no no i noticed it but i've i'd never seen it. so i don't really i'd never really watched too much irish television so like oh I, that was massive when that happened uh, when did that happen it was basically during the late late show it was like, probably yeah. sometime between 2017 2019 somewhere oh, around there okay yeah so definitely during a time where i would not have been subjected to the late late show as like a child no, well, yeah, no, we were were definitely adults, and it was it was just a fella, and he uh, was being zoomed in on the camera, like it happens in the audience loads of times, and mm-hmm. then he's looking, he's looking at you know Tuberty and whoever else is on camera, so he's looking at them, and then as soon as he realizes he's on camera, he just looks directly at the camera with a point. So like it was out of nowhere, it was like he like, caught the camera off guard, and it became gosh. a th- it came a massive thing. You gotta shoot your shot. He and he did, and he got it, and he got Fair it. Place, fairness to him, um, but I, I do as much as it as it pains me to see uh, Mayo tears again on screen. I think that is perfectly chosen from a sport point of view, because from a because uh, that sums up decades of Mayo heartbreak and a long running story in the GAA with a small bit of footage that's included in in the montage they don't have to explain it do you know like anyway but what about like Leash haven't won a national title since 1911 we're we're going on we're over 100 years this is not what we're going to get into right right here (laughs) right now and you can put away that fishing rod I can see you I can see you casting trying to catch me you're not you're not going to do it you're not going to do it it's not all about uh, you guys right I, I do just, like what you mentioned there about uh, the fact that you notice something different in it because there is so much going on and yeah, there's so much I like impact. Because uh, even there's there's layers where uh, uh, where, where there's like uh, audio is is referencing one thing, but it's re- and it's related kind of to what's on screen visually, but it's different at the same time. So it's almost like they're p- packing in two bits of information for the same second or two. <clears throat> Uh, like I think it was Sean O'Gohalpin was doing the an excerpt from his speech from when they won the All Ireland over the footage of the GEA and the Mayo people crying and stuff. So I was kind of getting two little bits in one, getting value for for the runtime there. Yeah, uh, really. I, th- I think like there's also an awful lot of that like where they show like the Vatican, then people celebrating. I think it looks like Limerick winning, and then you have people crying. 
but you don't know what the crying is related you know what i mean like as in not not the male people crying just like an older person crying you don't know i think what they're trying to what i think they're trying to do there is show the layers of of irish culture in a sense that like you'll hear different things to what you see there's so much going on i think they're trying to get across the scope of how much change there's been you know what i mean and i i don't think you do that by just supporting the visual with audio on screen i think you get a sense of quantity by having different iconic audio matched with different iconic um visuals i think because that then you, you get two timelines you know what i mean you get you, mm-hmm. you, you so you're almost getting 120 seconds of irish history apart from obviously at the very very beginning um and then some specific clips because not everything is 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 completely married um i think to the audio clip but i i think it's really well i think it's really well executed the question i have is at like 37 seconds and i noticed this the first time i saw it is the tunnel that they're shooting in is that the port tunnel or is it like the sh- is it what's the tunnel down in um, Cork? Is it the Douglas Hyde? Is that the tunnel outside of Cork? Mm. No, Jack Lynch tunnel. Jack Lynch, that's it, that's it. Douglas Hyde shopping centre is on the other side of it. Um, <laughs> completely different uh, film, Ted. <laughs> completely different film, Ted. Yeah. Um, sure, Jesus, you're sure we weren't allowed to leave five kilometres from our house? I haven't been to Cork in a while. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering like what tunnel is that? Because um, obviously the port tunnel was such a big deal. Yeah, I, I love the I, I I love the the um, the texture of putting the footage on the side of buildings. Yeah, like civil rights nice. movement the kind of lockout and stuff like that. Lovely. Now I assume that's actually done CGI. I would guess. I was I would guess that's done after, um, as opposed to physically done, just by the interaction with the light on it that you would like there's one at 28 seconds where you see the light interact with the the projector but that interaction with light i imagine would actually cut across the projector light so you wouldn't see it so i think it's more that it looks CGI. too crisp yeah but it's also real. cgi par- these things are part of the bricks and mortar of ireland i think is what they're trying to get across they're trying to get across that rt is it's not it's not a while we see things as kind of digital and kind of floating around in the air, these these moments are part of our very foundations, and they were captured by RT. That's what I think. That's that the point of that is anyway. I think it's done really well at, at, at the start as well with the with the empty seats, the like theater seats or the audience seats, and mm-hmm. the, the faces are projected onto them because that's that's been a big thing, and especially in RT over the years is is different talking heads from the audiences of the late late show over the year the ray darcy show of prime time and their mm-hmm. contributions they have become iconic some of those have been iconic uh, pieces and it's i think it was a really nice nod and uh, nod to that by and and, and just nicely executed in, in, yeah in i think it's done really cool like um i think uh i think it's yeah it's unbelievable it's only been 60 years i think that kind of puts into the yeah grand scheme of how young a country we are especially from a yeah. communication point of view but i think i think not many other countries are more than 60 years but at the same time it's just crazy to me that just seems so short my father's 60 you know what i mean so in my head like tv has been around how old forever. is rt 
Me dad. Yeah. Dad, me what dad. is you? That's how I'll know now from now on. I think he's still yeah, 60 exactly. this year. I think he was 60 this year. He was. So I'm just going to... So what age is he? RT8? <laughs> he's as old as RT. So he is. Old, he's as old as the fucking television, lads. Oh, love, um, it. love it. Right, no, that's, that's a really nice piece. That was our choice, yeah. Um, so cool. I'd, love to see, I'd love to hear a radio version of it. There probably is. Um, so I'll mm. keep the ears peeled for that. But yeah, I love that ad. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. Okay, so next ad is mine, and I have gone for an in-house piece by a company called Billy. Um, and let's just give it a watch, and then we will talk about it. <clears throat> Let me know if I got this straight. Head hair, the more the better. Body hair, the less the better. Men with stash, old school cool. Any woman with a stash, would you like us to wax that? Bush, big in the 70s, there in the 90s. Back in 2020, shaving your armpits. Weird if you don't, weird if you do. Unless you're. But sources close to shaving say, careful, it'll grow back thicker. It'll grow back darker. It might never, never grow, grow back. back. Huh? Rouse. <laughs> so hot right now. What about nipple hair? Nipple hair? Hair on toes, hair on butts, in butts, hair on knuckles, belly button, hair, upper back, literally anywhere except for your hair. What if we unfollow the rules? Looks like they're broken anyway. So that's by the company Billy, which um, focus on um, shaving brand related things. Uh, They're trying to normalize body hair and reinforce that hair is your choice. What I thought was very interesting about this is one, I I loved how it was done. Production-wise, it reminded me of mm-hmm. like um, it reminded me of the stuff you used to see on Nickelodeon when we were a kid. What's that show? Blossom. You know what I mean? Stuff like that mixed with Wonder Years. Um, I I really liked the message it was trying to convey, in a sense that I hadn't. It's not something I I, I think about um, now as a grown-up. Um, but I remember it just brought me back to like, oh yeah, do you remember like when you didn't know when you didn't have body hair yet, and how body hair started to happen. I was like, that was fucking terrifying, and like even I know, and it, I know this is very kind of female centric in this ad, but I thought from um, and the brand is for obvious reasons, but I thought even from a male point of view, um, like I remember when you'd lie that you were shaving, they'd be like, you don't have you don't have any facial hair. It's like, oh no, it's because I shave it, and you know what I mean. You'd you'd lie about like from a male point of view, like you'd you'd be like you'd be pressurized into like what your body hair says and then when you did eventually get it so that's when you were like 12 and then you did eventually get it everyone like movies seem to portray this like men are like oh yeah i have but it looks like a fucking ronnie so then you do start shaving because you're like this is fucking grim as fuck um (laughs) i'm like it just like just brought me back to that i was like i was like oh yeah this is a good conversation for kids in general you know what I mean? I think obviously women get pressurized an awful lot more to deal with their hair. Um, so from a product point of view, it makes sense. And, and there's a bigger communication there. But I just think with the comfortableness with body hair, I think it's it's kind of regardless of gender. It's it's a human. It's a human issue, you know, especially when when kids are going through that really awkward time when they're changing and they're changing forever. Like, um so I just thought it was it was it was pulled together really well, pulled together in house. Um, uh, so I just thought it was uh, it was super cool. They also then um, 
did a book to support this with with their co-founder wrote this book uh, georgina gooley is her name in partnership with billy it's called a kid's book about body hair um to kind of the whole thing is about educating on what body hair is and try and remove away from these taboos and i just think it's really cool it's, it's a weird thing that i i haven't thought of but when i saw the piece i was like oh this is actually really important um mm. to communicate this to children and to maybe remove some of that um self-doubt an element of self-doubt that comes with that change in the body anytime you can do that or contribute to that as a brand it's 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 a positive thing so i just think it was really cool i loved how it was it was directed as well yeah it's it's they they kind of used humor and and uh, fun mm-hmm. in in order to kind of sell a very important message and like you look at say like the people who are most known for this in terms of body confidence and stuff is P&G. You know, mm-hmm. they're Troll Like a Girl campaigns, whatever. There's there's a, a list as long as your arm. They're really nicely done. They lean, lean into your kind of more emotive states uh, <clears throat> of a kind of a of an ad or kind of a twist at the end, which is great. But this one goes around this kind of same, trying to get the same kind of impact but in a completely different style, which is which is very fun and interesting to see. Yeah, completely. Right? I think I think it's done in a yeah, I think it's done in a really interesting way. It's just it's that kind of taking it I think when something is experienced by everyone, you can make light of it a little bit more. You can tell it in a different way to something that's more kind of isolated to a, a more minority group because then it has to be handled a bit more gently because you're not sure who's in on it and who's not in on the joke. But mm-hmm. body hair, everyone goes through an experience with body hair, be it they have grown too much in the wrong place or they've not grown enough in the right place. <laughs> like, um, and I think it was done, it was done really well. Like the interesting thing that I didn't even think of was like, and they do touch on it in the piece is that like, if men shave their armpits, it's weird unless you're a swimmer and i was like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that is that is that is true and i like the fact that they touched on that because even with um kids comparing each other so it's how confusing is it for for men and women or boys and girls to be like no he's he doesn't have to shave his legs but i have to shave mine like and see if they're friends and it's like this this instant divide the minute they hit puberty that didn't exist that kind of innocence and i just thought it was it was done really nice um director was um i'm gonna butcher this name so apologies um fekma huderman um and as i said it was done in-house and i just think it's a really cool story it's done really well i really like the art direction and i really like the editing and the message there's a lot of work gone into that from yeah it but before a second of that was shot you can tell the amount of planning gone into the art direction and, and the actual treatment of of that you know from the the edits getting getting your getting your uh transitions in shot there's loads of lovely lovely little 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 methods using that but that it just scream sc- time and effort and thinking it through to the last but it's like the the steve merchant and ricky gervais talking about writing when the whistle blows within extra which is really broad comedy and they're like, that's the hardest thing we've ever had to written because every single j- line is a joke. And what I think is interesting, this when you try to replicate a style 
that existed naturally in the past. So this is like something Melissa Joan Hart would have been in, in like 1994. Like it's her really dressed hard up. to do that. But that's what I mean. When you when you try to replicate an old style that was just naturally the style and then the whole industry moved away from it to bring it back, you're like, Why, how did they do that? What was the decision they made? You can't piece it together because you weren't there. So I think to like simple things like her dressed up with the wig as the older woman, like in the background and like her with glasses, <laughs> like with the tie on. It's really that's really like, and Kel type of that's, humor. That's the exact thing. Yeah, it's that exact um, style, and I just think it's it's great. Her breaking the fourth wall, talking to the camera about it, um, choice of fonts, choice of everything. Um, what I love I also as well think, is is that Vaseline sheen that's over the lens. Just that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that that little bit of is it like glow or something that's just in the room? Um, well, I, I think it's I, lovely. I think that's also done to show that it's kind of in a not a separate world, but it's like she's talking to camera here. So this is like you know, like you could see this being in the middle of a teenage sitcom, and like someone literally went to her. It's like, are you coming to Kells to go to the swimming pool? And it's like, make sure you've shaved. And then she's like what and then she goes home into the set dress and the mom's so she's sitting there doing her homework and then the uncle walks in and the crowd go woo yeah because it's joey <laughs> fucking hard or whatever and then she's like what a bit shaving he goes talk to your mom and he gets a big laugh and then like the mom comes in they sit down and talk and then she goes up to her room and does this 60 seconds to the to the camera and i just think it's uh i think it's i i love it i love stuff like this i think it's done really well i think message is really strong um and I thought it was it was pulled together really nicely. As in, I watched it a few times when I saw it because I thought it was cool. Yeah, and the other interesting thing I found about Billy, do you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about um, the anti-cruelty to animals piece with Taika Waititi and Ricky Gervais? And yes. So since then, I've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole, forgive the, the reference. Um, <laughs> no, I have, I have. Because I was like, okay, as I said on that podcast, I was like, this is mental. What? This is horrible. Like, this has made me, me want to look at this. So, fucking, it's not easy at all to fucking get a brand that's cruelty-free. At all. Like, I, to the extent I just wanted something to tell me, you can use this hair gel. Like, and I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. Use this toothpaste. Toothpaste is not cool. Like, really? And yeah. And so what seems to happen is, like, loads of different toothpaste. And I started Googling this. And, like, the toothpaste, like, no toothpaste in a supermarket. Like, you got to go buy special stuff. And the reason seems to be, which I thought was really interesting when I started looking into this. So, like, I was looking up brands that I assumed, like, would be. So, like, say I only use American Crew hair stuff. And I was like, right, I've used this for years. This is the only thing. I was like, please. So I was like, Googling it. And it was like, we don't know their status. Now, and then other brands I started looking up that I assumed would be, but they were all positive, as in we're not cruelty-free. But then they started trading in China. Right. And when you trade in China, animal testing is mandatory. So that anyone who probably had med strides into it then has to kind of, if they want to, if they want to grow the business based on shareholders, because they're going into a billion people right. in China. So right. an awful lot of brands. So like I was looking up different brands that were like, oh yeah, we're a hundred percent cruelty free. Um, and then 
I'd go to the website, the Leaping Bunny website, I think it's called, and they'd be like, yeah, they have like an article on every brand. It's like these were, and now they've they've gone quiet because they've started trading in China. So now what they say is, we adhere to the testing regulations laws of anywhere we trade, which is code for we torture animals in China. So, right. um, so I thought that was really It's a world out there then. It's a it fucking murky to... world. Because like, I was wow. like, okay, let's just do this. And then I said to my wife, remember I said, I was like, and she was like, yeah, I'd be on board for that. And then we started looking into, like she was, I was like, Mac makeup and stuff like that. None of that is cruelty. None of them. Like, fucking nothing is cruelty free. Mental. It's mental. It's absolutely mental. Like, to the extent you can see why people don't, partake in it because like it's almost like it's set up for you to not be able to get something cruelty free if they're all doing it so like um it's something that now is top of mind for me and it's something i'm going to investigate further to see how like obviously being a man i don't use as many products so like there's like five things i use so it's easy for me to replace five things. So I'm going to go on a journey now to try and replace these five things. But the other thing is like trying to get them here. I don't think I've seen had I've seen an, an a singular ad have as much impact on on you or <laughs> anyone in my life. This is literally down to but, an, an ad. But yeah, but like what? Like I as I said, I only have five things. I don't give a shit what Hair gel I use, shower gel, fucking toothpaste. I don't care. Mm. So, like, if I don't care, well, then why not be cruelty-free? Yeah. Like, no, what's the point true. of me supporting someone who's fucking shit to animals? That's my thought on it. That's why I'm out, like, all right, I'm going to see. And then I thought this would be really easy. Like, there'd be loads of brands shouting about this. But no. <laughs> like, give uh, give Ricky a shout and see. He'll, he'll give you a list, I'm sure. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I was even thinking for people, like, I imagine someone like, say, Taika Waititi or Ricky working on a film. Like, if you if he's Mr. We Don't Eat, I don't, like, does he make sure that the hair and makeup don't have products tested on animals in one of his films, one of his shows? Mm. Like, it really seems impossible. That's why I'm really curious about this. Because, like, that ad was so strong and it makes so much sense. No one wants to hurt animals. But I'm like... Where where are we? How is this set up against this so much? Now the Chinese thing made sense when I found that out. I was like, okay, yeah, it's like when Phil Knight talked about it in his book to get two billion feet access to two billion feet to get into China. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing what people will do to get into that market. But um, I just thought it was interesting, so um, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, so it's just space. something I'm looking watch into. Space. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Definitely. Uh, but Billy is cruelty free so that's why I was very happy to and by the way that's not a new criteria to be one of my favourite ads on the podcast but it's just more I googled (laughs) it just because I was on this journey and I was thinking about it and I was like oh these people seem interesting and I was like I wonder if they are and they are interesting ads they are definitely ads I like Um, okay yeah cheers Um, okay so that's it for this week's episode Um, thanks so much for watching thanks so much for listening um and if you are listening only, please go onto the website and look at the actual ads we talked about. We would recommend it. 
And also, if you're listening, just like and subscribe. Do whichever you got to do to hit us those positivity vibes. Um, and on you can obviously check up the archive, which has not been updated in a while by me, um, on the uh, on uh, workwithfo.ie forward slash podcast. And apart from that, until next time. Peace.